Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, we're going to pay a visit to yesteryear, 2019, back before the coronavirus, before the murder hornet, and before nationwide protests after the murder of George Floyd by a Minneapolis police officer. There were complex, challenging things going on last spring, but it's hard to match 2020. So this will be, in some ways, a nostalgic trip to my Song of the Soul guests of April, May, and into June of 2019, some real gems. We'll start this retrospective with Victoria Shoemaker and some of the interview and just part of her song, The Witching Hour, which took place back on April 13th, 2019. I wanted to know where Victoria's musical improvisation came from. You said you you try and get away from the thinking the words when you're playing the flute. And I tend to think of that as a kind of meditation. The best kind of meditation isn't telling your mind what to think, but tapping into something deeper in the universe. Going with the flow. <laughs> yeah, well, some people might refer to things like God or hearing celestial music or whatever. What do you think you're reaching toward? Can you describe anything about what you're tapping into with your music? Well, it's tricky to describe. What I like to think about is everything is alive in some way or another. And I play a lot of bamboo or wooden flutes, which come from trees that were once alive. If you think about the trees being once alive, they had a spirit. And so the tree dies and becomes a flute. So when I'm playing, I'm allowing that spirit to continue living and to say what it needs to say again. Does that make sense? And it's the trickiest thing in the world to do, it's to get your own will and your own ego and your own mind out of the equation and let the moment speak for itself. And when you're playing classical music, there's a lot of thinking involved. So I've been playing classical music for, oh man, 17 years now. And so I've spent a lot of time learning how to think about the classical music, how to think about the style that I'm playing and where I'm breathing, and how I'm articulating. And so when I met Peter Fippen seven years ago, the first thing he did when we were on stage, he looked at me and said, okay, go. I was completely lost. I had no idea what to do. He took away all of the rules I had had. He took away all of the safety net that I had in music and knowing what I was supposed to think. And I looked at him, and he laughed still. He says, I don't know, I don't know what you want me to do. He said, okay, follow me, and started playing, and I was supposed to keep up. And it's hard to get your mind out of the way. And I am so thankful to have Peter to work with and Teet Raid. He was Peter's mentor, and now he's my mentor as well. And so the three of us play together, and it's three generations of improvisationalists because we're all working to tap into the same thing. You can call it different things. You can call it the universe. You can call it the flow. I think it's all sort of the same idea. There's something outside of yourself, getting yourself out of the way of the music and letting it speak for itself. Well, maybe we can have another example. Is there more music you'd be willing to share? Yes, we can listen to The Witching Hour. 
Okay, the witching hour. What do those words mean to you, by the way? Well, the witching hour is the time of day, typically 3 a.m., where unknown things happen, the unexplainable, the things you can't define. And that's what we're trying to tap into, the things you can't define. And so the flute that I played on this track was a coyote old man Anasazi flute replica, six holes, very difficult to play. And so if you try to make it do what you want it to do, you will fail. You have to let the flute play itself. And I'm very proud of this piece. And Ivar Lundy Jr. plays the drums on it. He surprised me with those. I played my tracks. I left the studio and then I came back. He said, look, here's your new track. And he had put the drums on it himself. So there's no click track to this piece. I just sat like with all the pieces. I sat down, they turned the light on that said I was recording and I played. And here it comes, The Witching Hour by Victoria Shoemaker.
Again, that was only part of Victoria Shoemaker's song, The Witching Hour, but you can hear the whole thing in my Song of the Soul interview with her on April 13th of last year, entitled Bewitching, for obvious multiple reasons. We're inspecting some of the gems included in our Song of the Soul archives, April, May, and into June of 2019, and we'll roll right onward by listening in on my April 20th interview with Cora Feeder. Cora is priceless, impressive, and impassioned as she talks about her song, Still We Write, for last year's Song of the Soul. Any particular war experience that you're addressing? They're going on all over yeah. the, the world, and so, I mean, you've got a lot to choose from, really. Yeah, definitely. So I started writing Still We Write in Thailand. I mentioned earlier that I worked for this organization there who worked with indigenous and migrant youth. And in Thailand, if you're born indigenous, you're not given citizenship. And there, I mean, there are just like tons and tons of reasons why indigenous and migrant people there are being treated horribly. They're in camps and being trafficked and all these horrible things. So it does feel like just little wars all over the place in that region. So I started writing this there. I think that probably inspired it to some extent. But this is very much a song about the United States. It was 2016, so it was election season, and I was kind of watching. I was like living this life in Thailand, setting these issues, feeling very close to all these issues, but then also watching my own country kind of crumble in a different sense across the ocean and seeing everything on the news and talking to friends and having a little bit of hope and then having all that hope come crashing down, but being so far away from it. It was a very odd time. So this actually started with just a little guitar part that I was playing for a, it was like the background sound of my, a commercial for my friend's t-shirt company. And I, so I was kind of <laughs> writing that for that and then started just like complaining about the United States over the sound of my t-shirt commercial guitar part and then realized this song might come out of it. <laughs> And we have the song Still We Write. It's by Cora Feeder. It's off of her new release, In Sevens. Ceiling fan blows hair into my eyes. Grocery line in summer heat. What would Washington What would he think of you and me? Suits lined up for recognition Money rules and takes and kills Get in line, there will be better times, they say Pump that oil And painted in the sky Here in this galaxy We still wonder why Cause we are sailing In an endless sea Of pain and war tonight And you and me Out of the door 
Feeder and her song, Still We Write, included in her April 20th, 2019 Song of the Soul interview, which I called Painting the Sky with Music. The full interview is linked from this show, along with this collection of glimpses into the vast array of talent we had leading up to the start of summer 2019. This retrospective Jewels and Gems collection, next up, has my longtime local musical hero, Peter Fippen. Peter has been the mentor to the first guest you heard today, Victoria Shoemaker, and others. And his collaborations and freely shared seeds of music for the community are abundant. And you'll hear one of them as we look back to April 27, 2019, the show called Living Music, Sacred Flute my second Song of the Soul interview with Peter Fippen. Because so much of your flute playing these days is improvised, that is to say you're doing something in the moment with whomever you're playing with, you're in the moment. I come at music from folk music tradition, everybody sings the song together, right? And so I learn a tune, I learn lyrics, that kind of thing. You're so far immersed in music for these many decades you've been playing that you're just immersed in, what would you call it? I call it playing the moment I'm allowed. I believe the music is already there. If I'm lucky, I'll be able to channel it. The music is in the ethers. It's floating around. It's all around us all the time. Everything is music. 
every sound. You walk outside, that's music. You're listening to the wind in the trees, birds, babbling brook, whatever. It's all music. I love uh, the saying of Watazumi Doso Roshi, the late Japanese flutist. He said, music is all around you if you take the time to listen. And I didn't know who he was. But I remember on my last interview with you, I was telling you about my mother taking me to uh, picnics. And I was a little boy. And we got done to picnics. She'd say, what do you hear? And she wouldn't settle for the easy answer like the wind in the trees. She really wanted to know what I heard. Watazumi's philosophy was, when I heard it, I was like, wow, this guy's on the same page my mother was. And I thought, that's very interesting. Unfortunately, he passed away before I got a chance to, to meet him. I would have loved to have met him. And right now in my car, I have an old 1971 CD made from LP. You can hear the scratching. But I'm trying to soak up some of his vibe. I don't want to copy him, but listen to it, imitate it, and then forget about it and somehow incorporate its way into my playing, maybe in another four or five years. Let's go on to another song right away, Peter. As much as our voices and our, the stories are valuable, and you're certainly good with words, there's a different gift that you give to the world when you're playing your music. Which one do you want to share at this moment? Drawing Down the Moon with Finnish cantalay player Arya Kastanen. What can you say about Drawing Down the Moon? Does it start with Arya, or does it start with you? How does this, what's the process? It starts with Arya. She's a brilliant improvisationalist. Well, back in MySpace days, remember that? We were MySpace friends. And that's the great thing about the internet. You can become friends with people from all over the world. But I would put on her playlist on MySpace and just lay on the bed and listen to it. It took me about a year or two to get up the bravery to email her and say, would you like to do an album together? She said yes. And that's how Lavender Calm came along. In particular for this song, Drawing Down the Moon, she recorded first, and then you recorded in concert with that, if you will? She sent her recordings via wave file to Ivar Lundy here at Skyline Studios in Eau Claire. Ivar laid them out for me, and I went in, played over top of it, improvised over top of it. And that's the origin of the recording we're listening to right now. It's called Drawing Down the Moon. It's from Peter Fippen's recording, Lavender Calm.
Drawing Down the Moon was the song. Peter Fippen created that song with Aria Castina, and Peter included it in the Song of the Soul interview I did with him last April. Search for Peter Fippen on NordenSpiritRadio.org or follow the links with this program. And these links to our guests and related programs are all over the shows on NordenSpiritRadio.org. All of the shows we've done since 2005. Lots to check out, along with comments and ratings of the shows. Add your comments when you drop by and gaze at that wonderful donate button that helps you make this program possible. But don't start with us. Please consider first slipping some greenback support to your local community radio station, like the 40-plus stations that carry our programs nationwide. Make your musical garden rich in diverse, locally relevant music with your help. Then come back to that donate button on NordenSpiritRadio.org. But on now to another wonderful Song of the Soul musician from May 18th of 2019, Ira Levin, half of The Levins. The show is called Harmonizing with the Lamed Vavniks. And if you don't know what a Lamed Vavnik is, listen to that show and become wiser, more cultured, and richer in music. I asked Ira Levin what he wanted to share next. We're going to play something off of our My Friend Hafez album, The Dropping Keys. 
That album is inspired by the Sufi poetry of Hafez of Shiraz, who lived 100 years after Rumi. Hafez is just a renowned poet in most parts of the world, especially in the East, but has only started to become popular in America, mainly due to some renditions of the poetry by Daniel Ladinsky in his book, The Gift, and several other books that he has done. And the result was an album called My Friend Hafez. And since then, we've actually did a full-scale production of this album with a circus troupe out in San Francisco and a Broadway director, and there was a wonderful projection artist. So the play we did was a full-scale production. It was a play and a circus and a concert all in one with multimedia. And the themes were overcoming shame and forgiveness, allowing yourself to become immersed in a loving space. So this is a song off that. And dropping keys, I'm still not quite sure. I think that there's something from the Middle East that this practice of dropping keys, I'm not sure what that is. So the poem is really was something along the lines of, you know, the small-minded man will lock up everyone he knows, but the sage ducks his head when the moon is low, and all night long he's dropping keys to the beautiful prisoners at his knees. All those beautiful rowdy prisoners must be freed. So it's really about the poetry and music liberating people who have become imprisoned by tyranny and small-mindedness. Okay, so these are metaphorical keys, maybe. I I have a problem because I tend to sing in multiple keys. That's why I say when I lose which key I'm in. But <laughs> well, that's a, <laughs> that's a different kind of dropping <laughs> keys, dropping you know. Keys, you know, if something is too high, yeah, you want to drop you know, a couple <laughs> keys. <laughs> well, it's a beautiful song, as you can hear right now, these drums leading in. I encourage you to dance as you listen to Dropping Keys from my friend Hafez by the Levins. I am one of many I'm not one alone When I sing from the center of my soul I shine like a diamond in the old king's throne Aha, hey, hey. I shine like a diamond in the old Small-minded man locks up everyone he knows But the sage ducks his head when the moon is low And all night long he's dropping keys to the beautiful prisoners at his knees All those beautiful rowdy prisoners must be free Shining like a diamond in the old king's throne. Uh-huh. Hey, hey. 
king takes a diamond off his throne And he sticks it in the ground where the seeds are sown Up from the ground come a grove of trees Sprouting words to the wise in the shape of keys The poet and the wise man climbing trees So they can sing the songs like these I am one of many I'm not one alone the center of my soul I shine like a diamond in the old king's throne the centuries from Hafez. It's the song Dropping Keys done by the Levins, thanks to Hafez of Shiraz. And you do an excellent job of channeling, again, the translation of that poetry from Hafez. Are you actually well-read in that kind of poetry? I, I get the idea that you are really well-read in the spiritual world. Well, as my friend used to say, you know, what are you going <laughs> to, are you going to be a know-it-all? So it, when, in comparison with what there is to know, I know nothing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> but I do love to read and I do love to immerse myself in, in different, there's just so much great beauty and, and it is, it's like a treasure hunt always to, to find stuff. I really don't like interrupting Ira Levin of the Levins from when I interviewed him last year, May 18th. But I want to get in a bit more time travel back to Spring to Summer Song of the Soul episodes from 2019, before the advent of COVID-19. The first Song of the Soul with Ira Levin is linked on northernspiritradio.org, so go and enjoy yourself with that after these next two clips. You see, last year was the 100th anniversary of Pete Seeger's birth, and a lot of tributes to Pete went up around the country, and one of them was a series of concerts done by a group of people I've had as guests individually over the past 15 years that we've been doing Song of the Soul. I haven't got time to revisit all of the musicians, but needless to say, I love the music of Charlie King, Annie Patterson, Peter Blood, and the members of Emma's Revolution, Pat Humphreys, and Sandy O. Oh. I combined music from their April 2019 concert in Northampton, Massachusetts, with some after-the-fact visits with the performers to make an episode of Song of the Soul I called Happy 100th Birthday, Pete Seeger. And we'll start with a story about Pete and a song written for him by Sally Rogers. Over now to the concert. So my daughter Milana was sitting on my lap. She's four years old. And Pete was there. Pete gave the keynote that year. And I sat in like the fourth row with Milana on my lap and a napkin that I had used to wipe the spaghetti off of her mouth for lunch. And I was still wiping that spaghetti off when Pete was talking. And I practically started crying, just listening to him, thinking, here is my daughter seeing Pete Seeger. I mean, I never thought in my lifetime I would meet Pete Seeger. And we actually got to be friends. And that's just, you know, one of the miracles that life brings to you along the way. So as I was sitting there just being filled by this, a song went, and it said, catch me or you're 
you lose, you know. So I caught it. I wrote it down on that napkin because that's all I had. I could have almost written it in spaghetti sauce, but I, you know, I had a pen. So I wrote it down on there. And at the end of that day, we sang it, the whole gang at CMN sang this song for Pete. He's a very private person and very shy person, and he cried. I, it was, it just, it, it, it moved me to tears as well. So thinking about it, I go get all teary-eyed. But anyway, you guys all get to sing it now. And here's how it works. I sing, when you're gone, you go, who will sing? So you finish the sentence, you don't repeat the sentence. When you're gone, who will sing? When you're gone, who will sing? When you're gone, you go, who will sing your song? Then the part that repeats every verse goes, You have planted the simple seed of singing in our hearts and we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. So you have planted the simple seed of singing. I don't really need to teach you this because it's on page 54. (laughs) I just realized that. 54. We wrote it Oh, and they and they made it easier to follow than the way I wrote it. So I hope. No, the way I mean. Oh, oh, okay, okay. So, okay, yeah. So you, I don't need to tell you anything now. You got all the words in front of you. Now you have the melody. Except the the chorus part goes. We'll pass. You go pass them on. Them on. Pass them on. We'll sing. Pass them on. Your song. Pass them on. Then you have the simple seed of singing in our hearts and we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on awesome okay here we go right from the beginning when you're gone who will sing when you're gone who will sing when you're gone who will sing your song have planted the simple seeds of singing in our hearts, and we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. We'll pass, pass them on. Them on. We'll sing your song. You have planted the simple seed of singing. And we'll sing them with each other as we pass them on. When we're gone, who will sing? When we're gone, who will sing? When we're gone, who will sing our song? We will plant the simple seed of singing in the world and we'll sing them with the children who will pass them on. They'll pass them on. They'll sing our song. We will plant the simple seed of singing in the world and we'll sing them with the children who will pass them on when they're gone who will sing when they're gone who will sing when they're gone who will sing their song 
they will plant the simple seed of singing on the wind and the children of the future they will pass them on they'll pass Thanks to Sally Rogers for that story and song, a part of a concert she did a year ago to celebrate Pete Seeker's 100th birthday, a Song of the Soul two-week program with Sally Rogers, Annie Patterson, Peter Blood, Charlie King, and members of Emma's Revolution, Sandy O and Pat Humphreys. All of them were not only fans of Pete's and carriers of his musical tradition, but friends of Pete's. Among those with Pete on his last days was Pat Humphreys, and she shared with me some stories of her time with Pete. And after that, we'll hear Annie Patterson, co-creator and co-editor of the Rise Up Singing and Rise Again group singing songbooks, and also a bit of Pete's music done by Charlie King. This is from Song of the Soul on June 8th, 2019. One last portion. I'm wondering if there's anything that you want to add to this introduction to Pete Seeger and the the songs you're singing about him. Certainly, there's a lot of people in the world who know Pete Seeger, know much about him, know a number of his songs. Is there any other personal picture that you could pass on? Gosh, there's so many stories about Pete. I worked with Clearwater with the project that he started on the Hudson River as well. So though Pete and I knew one another through songwriting, we also knew one another in our mutual appreciation for the natural world and for the Hudson River in particular. And I came actually to live in the Hudson Valley because of the Clearwater project and to be closer to Pete. And I lived there for 13 years. So You know, he was working a significant part of his life to clean up the Hudson River. And when it got to the point where the Hudson was swimmable, they started a cross-Hudson swim from Beacon, the town where Pete lived, to Newburgh, directly across the river and back. And Pete would stand on the banks, welcoming people back to Beacon, singing one of my songs, Swimming to the Other Side. So that was always a a great delight. And he also participated in a story that All Things Considered did on that song. And Peter sometimes, when uh, he would introduce Sandy and I on this tour, Remembering Pete, he would also say that, you know, when they were editing Rise Again, actually, when I wrote this song, Swimming to the Other Side, Peter Blood came up to me and said, now we're going to have to do another songbook. So <laughs> I was really honored. So that's a little bit of a story about Pete and a story about Peter Blood, both Pete's. 
What a joy to hear your singing, to feel Pete Seeger alive again through your music and through your stories and through your heart. Thanks so much for being part of that concert series and joining me here to introduce again this concert, the second half, where Pat Humphreys and Sandy O, who collectively are known as Emma's Revolution, along with Peter Blood and Annie Patterson, Charlie King, and Sally Rogers are joining us from a performance they gave April 27th, 2019. Again, Pat, so delightful to talk to you. Thanks so much for joining me for Song of the Soul. My pleasure, Mark. Let's now dive into the post-intermission portion of the concert, remembering Pete Seeger as Annie Patterson brings us back to our seats in Northampton, Massachusetts. This is a Get Back to Your Seat song. If you're sitting in your seat, it's on page 23. It's called The Midnight Special. A little more guitar in the monitor, please. Page 23. Yonder come Miss Rosie. How in the world do you know? Well, I know her by her apron and the dress she wore, umbrella on her shoulder, piece of paper in her hand. She goes marching, marching to the governor. You know, Judy brought jumping. Oh, yeah. To the whole wide world. She brought it in the morning about the break of day. You know, if I ever get to jumping, oh, Lord, I love to jump away. That's a midnight special. Shine 
a mighty fine man. Cutie taught us this song. And to the whole wide land, now he's done with all the grieving. Whoop and holler and a crying. Now he's done with all the studying. About a great long time, let the midnight special. We got y'all to sit down. <laughs> Welcome back. Feels so good to be here with all of you. Well, just a brief scan of the audience tells me that this is an appropriate song. <laughs> How do I know my youth is all spent? My get up and go has got up and went. In spite of it all, I'm able to grin. When I think of the places my get-up has been Old age, oh, you want to know what page it's on? I don't know. Nine. Let me know when you get there. All right. Well, let's sing it again. How do I know my youth is all spent? My get-up and go has got up and went. Fight of it all, I'm able to grin When I think of the places my get-up has been Old age is golden, or so I've heard said But still I wonder as I crawl into bed With my eyes on the table, my teeth in a cup my ears in a drawer until I wake up. Ha ha ha. As sleep dims my vision, I say to myself, Is there anything that I should put on the shelf? And though nations are warring and business is vexed, I still hang around to see what happens next. How do I know? I know my youth is all spent My get up and go has got up and went In spite of it all I'm able to grin And think of the places my get up has been When I was young My slippers were red I could kick up my heels Right over my head when I was older, my slippers were blue, but still I could dance the whole night through. Now I am old and my slippers are black. I hop to the store, I puff my way back, but never I don't mind it at all, and I'd rather be huffing than not puff at all. 
How do I know my youth is all spent? I get up and go, as God up and went. In spite of it all, I'm able to quit. And think of the places my get up has been. We were doing a little uh, arithmetic last night with the copyright date. Figured out that Pete wrote this song when he was 54 years old. <laughs> that meant he, meant he had 40 more years. He had to sing it. <laughs> I get up each morning and dust off my wits. Open the paper and read the obits. If I'm not there, I know I'm not dead. So I have a good breakfast and go back to bed. How do I know? How do I know my youth is all spent? I get up and go, as got up and went. In spite of it all, I'm able to grin and think of the places my get up has been. Ah, thanks. That retrospective glimpse from our June 8th, 2019 celebration of Pete Seeger is the last we'll be sharing today for Song of the Soul. Remember that the links to all six full shows we drew on for today's program are linked with this program on northernspiritradio.org. And though there are always important and even vital concerns going on from the vantage point of the COVID-19 pandemic, these shows from April into June of 2019 have a simple beauty to them. Music lifts me up, and I hope this retrospective has lifted you as well. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you all next week for Song of the Soul. The theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org. Guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.